let's talk about the UN US ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley. So the the great uh, pranksters Volan and Lexis uh, managed to <laughs> pose as the Polish Prime Minister um, and called Nikki Haley right after the UN vote, Mike. And uh, the U.S. got absolutely slaughtered on this vote uh, for Israel and the U.S. just got their lunch handed to them uh, on this vote. And so <laughs> these guys are amazing. They managed to do this with, like, Adam Schiff and, and others and uh, make fools out of them. So in this one, they, they, they lure him in. I'm not going to play the whole clip, but you can, go, uh, you can go online and check it out. But uh, they lure her in. They get her comfortable. These guys are brilliant. And they do this with totally deadpan. And uh, so he's the Polish prime minister and uh, manages to get her kind of comfortable and confidence and then basically drops some of the, the big the big one on her, which is basically uh, about a fictitious island in the South China Sea. And Nikki Haley acts like she knows all about this island and they're accusing Putin of being involved in the election there. Uh, so this <laughs> this fictitious island in the South China Sea uh, called Bonomo uh, was <laughs> apparently Putin uh, was involved in rigging uh, a referendum there. And of course, Nikki Haley was knew all about it. But of course, it didn't happen. So she kind of looked stupid. But li- let's listen to these two. This this is the uh, phone call, uh, which is just made public, uh, I think, yesterday or the day after. Hold on. And I'm also interested how um, how how the U.S., could help uh, the Poland in the, in the UN in, during our cooperation? Well, I think that, first of all, obviously whatever issues Joanna finds that she wants to push in the Security Council and any issues that she thinks um, will be important to Poland, we will always try and support those. And so as soon as she knows more of the issues that she wants to um, you know, really work on or deal with, I know that her presidency, I believe, is in May. And so in May is when you will have the opportunity to really um, plan the program of work and decide mm-hmm. what the calendar is going to look like. And so we'll certainly support her in every way that we can to make sure that your issues are heard and that, um, and that you know where we stand on those issues. We are ready to, to help you to work together in May. I mean, uh, so we are absolutely ready. And uh, in many cases, in a Syrian case, and many other, and especially with the Israel cases. So you can uh, trust us. Well, and that's that's very helpful. And I did tell Joanna that since this is new for Poland, the U.S. is there to assist and help in making sure the transition to the Security Council goes very well. So please don't hesitate to call us for with any questions or any ask of assistance, and we'll be happy to help. I'm really pleased for your answers. And uh, one, one, one more matter is Island Binomo. Uh, it, it's not far from Vietnam in the South China Sea, you know. Okay. You know Binomo? Yes, yes. It, uh, they declared independence. <laughs> right. They, they had elections and we suppose Russia had its intervention. Yes, of course they did. Absolutely. And now this binoma land makes the situation in the South China Sea even more tense. And we're aware of that. We've been watching that very closely, and I think we'll continue to watch that as we deal with the issues that keep coming up about the South China Sea. 
<laughs> Mike, is this unbelievable or what? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> We're on top of that situation. Yes, yes. We're paying very close attention to that. So this is what where psychologists would call the social desirability factor, uh, where you, you, someone says something. You don't want to seem to be ignorant of uh, current events, so you you just nod your head and say, "Oh, you know all about it." When in fact you're being presented with a fictitious scenario. So this is our this is this is my ambassador to the United Nations, uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, here, <laughs> let me listen just to. We'll finish this up. It, it, it does get worse, by the way. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. What should be done because of this binomo? Let me find out exactly what our stance is on that, and and if what if anything the U.S. is doing or thinks should be done, and I will report back to you on that as well. And what is your view? You know, I I I can't speak without getting the administration yeah, view yeah. on it. Let me find out from them, and then I'll get back to you. What do you think about binomo? Uh, it's a B I N O M E L. I mean, binomo. You know that, right? Right. No, I mean, I, I think our concern is everything that's going on in the South China Sea, um, and and the influence that continues to push that way. Our goal is to make sure that um, it stays intact and that. Um, you know, we don't see intrusion or, or any sort of um, bullying in terms of that. So I know that we have uh, we're supposed to be having White House meetings on all issues with the, the South China Sea coming forward. And so I think we'll have more answers at that time. And I should you to, to aware that you should be you should keep in safety your consulate, sir. Okay. I think. Yes. <laughs> and uh, just uh, I don't know I don't know what Putin will make with that. Because it's a really dangerous issue. No, and that's what we're watching carefully, is we're very aware. So that's uh, that's my just a point. And I just want to, I just want to ask you, will Putin uh, be so aggressive uh, regarding the Europe in next year? I just... Uh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> this is just unbelievable. Like, so, t- t- you know, how, how come... How come U.S. crank callers could never do this to Russian officials? How is this so easily done to American officials? And why is that, is the question. Is it because of security or is it because American officials are so stupid and so out of touch with really what's going on in in reality uh, that they can just be had any which way? I mean, this is incredible, Mike. Uh, It is. I mean, I don't... (laughs) I'm not certain that I can actually answer that question. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm, I have to admit, I'm quite speechless by this. It, it, it gets worse. She, he says after that, oh, my God, there's, there's a bit about Kevin Spacey after this. <laughs> let's just uh, let's listen to the rest of it. Hold on. Just worry about it. Well, you know, it's hard to know what. Um, Russia is doing right now. I think what we have seen in the Security Council and otherwise is they are trying to be um, relevant in every region and they're trying to have some sort of say in every region. Um, In some cases it has worked for them and in some cases it hasn't. So they don't have the influence that I think they would like to have, but they're certainly trying to get that. And I think that many of um, the other countries, whether it's the Security Council or otherwise, are watching it very cautiously and carefully to make sure that um, they don't get too much of a foothold where they can cause chaos. 
I really worry about our membership in next year. And uh, we will be uh, members as, uh, like, like Russia. And I do, I, I'm just really worried about our country. So how will we work with this uh, aggressive uh, member? Well, just know that um, we'll continue to work with you. They are aggressive and they can be difficult to work with on the council. But, um, you know, the, the Security Council very much um, tries to be united where we can. And when we see something wrong, we try and call it out. And so there can be some difficult issues and they do try and cause some disruption. But I think um, we do continue to try and work with them to make sure that doesn't happen. So I hope we, we we can unite against Russia in the next year in our council. We will be happy to continue working with you on all the issues that come up and and yeah. um, work together in every situation that we possibly can. Yes, I hope so. And, uh, it's pretty. It's pretty. In, and uh, because I, I just really worked and I spoke with our president and I spoke with uh, our representative in the UN and uh, they told that uh, the situation around Russia is crazy and it's crazy. Yeah. It is very, and um, but we we manage them and we continue to um, remind them what their place is, and so it's <laughs> wow. Wow. We we remind them what their place is. I'm yeah. not certain that Boris Johnson was reminding them what their place is when he visited a couple of days ago, Patrick. Oh, well, yeah, Boris did uh, visit Moscow, didn't he? Uh, that was, well, it's beyond, I'm not embarrassed, or I don't know if anyone should be embarrassed about Boris Johnson's uh, antics in Moscow. Uh, he should be embarrassed, actually, but... Um, this it, the, the arrogance is just unparalleled, Mike. This guy just moseys in there and just starts basically barking around everybody and think uh, expecting that everyone's going to laugh at his jokes uh and i don't think he really uh, i'm a committed russia file he said i don't think he really understands uh russian mentality to go in there with that sort of front uh i don't think he does actually understand russians at all actually no, I don't think. No, he doesn't. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand very much of anything, as far as I can see. Uh, I'm a Russophile. I'm a committed Russophile. I looked at, I took the trouble before becoming foreign secretary to station my ancestors around the world. He said. I mean, what? <laughs> I yeah. took the trouble before becoming foreign secretary to station my ancestors around the world. <laughs> I'm not certain what drug he was on when he was when he made this statement in Russia, but uh, you know, as you say, the arrogance, the arrogance is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, one of the first things he said was, uh, "We speak up for the LGBT community in Chechnya and elsewhere, as people would expect from us, uh, but they would also expect that Britain and Russia, as two P5 countries, should be able, where possible, to coordinate and work together on the issues that matter to our voters." On to our voters on the issues that matter to the people of the world, mm-hmm. right? What you know is this? Is this really what he went to Russia to talk about? Yeah, yeah. No, this this is um, this is somebody who doesn't have any high ground at all, uh, basically anything, and is just going to look stupid. You can't threaten uh, a country like Russia making up stories about what they did to your elections without presenting any evidence and then walk in there on a state visit and expect to be taken seriously. And I really don't think they get it, Mike. I really, the Boris Johnsons of the world, they think because 
the newspapers and the media in this country goes along with the kind of official conspiracy theory that everything's a Russian organized plot, uh, that they, they really think that people believe this. And so they walk in there with the front, like Johnson showed this week. And, uh, it's so, 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 Pat, bearing in mind what we've just spoken about, about Google and Facebook and the shutdown of freedom of speech in the UK uh, and in the United States, uh, how, how ironic is it that then he went, after he met uh, with, uh, with Lavrov, he went to uh, uh, Plekhanov University, I probably pronounced that incorrectly, in Moscow, he gave a speech uh, declaring the UK support for media freedom and human rights in Russia. Now, of course, if we... If we uh, uh, if we recall uh, what uh, the quote that I've read out on this program a couple of times uh, on uh, on uh, uh, from BBC Media Action uh, on their activities in Syria, and we look at what's uh, the furore that's going on around uh, Ms. Gary Ratcliffe at the moment uh, with regard to Iran, uh, and so he's over there promoting UK support for media freedom and human rights in Russia. Uh, support for civil society organizations, which, of course, he's still bitter that uh, Russia has shut down uh, the activities of foreign agents in civil society, if you know the types of foreign agents I'm talking about. Uh, and uh, But he still goes over there in his arrogance and makes these statements about uh, supporting freedom of the press and, and freedom of speech in Russia, while at the same time shutting it down in the UK. It's spectacular. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, this uh, civil society, which is basically subterfuge, um, in another word, uh, that's kind of what we're looking at there. And uh, we'll, we'll be digging more into this uh, in the coming uh, weeks and months. You can be sure of that. Uh, but uh, it's breathtaking. Uh, 